going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jew. We're here at the Little by Little podcast. And today we have a very intelligent guest, John Carr. How's it going, John? I'm good. <laughs> Do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, your interests or anything? Yeah. Um, so I am originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, born and raised where um, I grew up as the oldest of two. I have a little brother that's 10, but I um, ended up living, I live in Wyoming, Ohio, if you know where that is, but I went to St. Xavier High School where I graduated from in 2018, and I ended up coming here just as really a networking opportunity where, like, as I was looking for schools, I would meet people and they would say, hey, reach out to this person, reach out to that person, and I just ended up here at Miami, but um, I am a musician. That's a a hobby that I've recently taken up again. I've always been into music, but I've been producing my own music. Um, I don't play sports anymore here, but I am thinking about doing club football here next year. Just, you know what I'm saying, do more stuff. Um, anything else? Like no, no, you're good. Fun hobbies. Yeah. So today we want John to elaborate on solitude and finding your passion in college because... John has had a different route here on campus with his majors and er switching them and, like he said earlier, finding a passion in music. So we feel that John would be the perfect person to talk about this, and we're just going to open it up. So first, John, how do you feel about you finding your new passion with music? It's a, it's a confusing process because with anything that you're passionate about, it has to come from your heart. And um, when I originally started producing music, it wasn't really me. It was people around me that were taking interest. They were pushing themselves. I actually have a friend that was get, like t showing me the programs and stuff like that, and he would just teach me stuff. And um, once he started showing me the stuff, obviously I got more excited about it, and I just started doing it on my own. But I think one thing that people misunderstand about passion is that it's not a one-way street. Like, you find your passion in so many places through so many people that if you're not looking for your passions, you'll never really find them just because we're so distracted by <laughs> who who won the football game last weekend, what's going on outside of that, that, like, you really have to be looking for yourself to find what you really love doing. And I feel like... I feel like that's something that everyone should take the time to do. So you feel like everyone should take the time to do it. What would you suggest to someone who is saying, I have no time to find my passion. I'm always busy. I'm a college student. I have six classes this semester. I'm in two orgs. I'm doing this, that. I got to also talk to my family. I'm also in a relationship. I don't have any time to put time aside and find my passion. What would you say to someone who says that? I feel like I would ask them if they really love what they're doing um, because at a, on a basic level, time is all that we have. So so the things that we do today are what are going to prepare us for our tomorrow, for our next week, next month. And a lot of times I feel like just because of the status quo, we feel like we have to do certain things because we see other people doing them. And I feel like with passion and everyone's journey that – 
we should be inspired by each other, but there is no right way of doing things. And I feel like today, because we are so busy, so rushed doing things that we don't take the time to think about what we love doing, think about what we enjoy doing, because like with music, especially like I always knew that I like music. I'd, I'd stay up every night <laughs> uh, waiting for the albums on Thursdays coming out. Um, like I was always playing instruments. I, I play the viola. I'm teaching myself how to play the piano right now. And I feel, I feel like that was something that I did for myself because I felt like that would better me as a person. And I feel like I feel like if you're not trying to better yourself as a person with whatever you're doing, then you're like there's no way that you will find your passions because the things that we are passionate about aren't just the things that are going to make us money. They're not just going to be our careers. They're not just going to be right. our hobbies. There are things that when we wake up every day, we think about because it's just that important to us. And um, I would, like the reason why I would say that people should really think about what do they love doing is because we all know, like deep down, like what we really enjoy, like what really sparks us, what really makes us happy. And I feel like, I feel like that's one thing that we get away from just because there, there's so many things that are going on in the world right now that it is hard to focus on yourself and what you're doing. That's a word right there. You said what really sparks us. When we wake up in the morning, we think about it right away. That, that's powerful. So you said you always liked music. And you're telling me right now it is your passion, right? Yes. What kept you from pursuing that passion? Because you didn't recently start, like, technically making beats and stuff until this year, right? Right. So what kept you from pursuing that? Because I know you did play the viola, like you just said, and you have always waited for music to drop. So what kept you from pursuing it? Like pursuing what you've been doing now? 100% myself. Um, so like when I was younger, like my mom would obviously always show me like like the old school music and stuff like that. So like like when you when you hear your parents stuff, it gets you more excited just because it's like you got to know that. But yeah, like <laughs> she would she would put me in lessons for stuff. Um I used to I used to do ballet. I used to um, step, if you know if you're familiar with that. Um, <laughs> even even in middle school, like like when we first started exploring music, like I could understand the the importance of it and how it worked. But I think what it was was I didn't realize that it was that big of a part of me. And it obviously took a long time for me to realize that. But even in high school, like I chose not to join any music groups just because I was like, yeah. I did that in middle school. Like, I don't really want to do that anymore. I'm going to do some other stuff. So I focus more on sports. I focus more on, like, my friends and stuff like that. And I feel like I feel like I sh- like now that I look back on it, I could have spent four more years time. four years in high school. Think about where I would be in making beats now. Mm-hmm. Like, now that I've gotten the programs and stuff like that, I can move forward. But think it, 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 it was all me because, like I said, I had the knowledge. I had the understanding. But I wasn't pushing myself to do more with it. I was okay with where I was at. So I was just like, I'm just going to stop doing this. And, um, like, even even when even when I was younger, and, and like, my mom used to ask me, like, like what do you, you know what I'm saying? What do you want to do? What's your plan B? Like, what, what are we, what are we doing? And I would always say that, like, oh, yeah, I'm being the NBA. I'm, <laughs> I'm being the NFL, do all this stuff, because that was my focus, right? Mm-hmm. That was what I was doing at that point in time where I said, okay, I can see myself doing this. And as soon as I said that, I started to put myself in spaces where 
I can maybe play football in college. I can maybe join this organization or something like that. And mm-hmm. those were my passions at the time. So now that I'm in college and it has changed, obviously, like, everything changes. You're able to change your viewpoint. But through the experiences that I've gone through, I've re- re-realized, basically, what's important to me. And it, it's completely taken a shift because now, even with how I spend my time, I feel like my energy is limited. I feel like yeah. I can't I can't give myself to everything, so I'm consciously sacrificing this for that. And especially Ooh. especially with college, like we get so tired. Like there's so much <laughs> so much stuff that we are doing at all times and I feel like I feel like if especially especially students who are younger and not really like in organizations who know like specifically what they're doing, you're just floating around, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just trying this doing that which is great for expansion but it takes that plan and i feel like with music i didn't plan for myself to do this right Mm -hmm. so that's that's why i can look back and say man look at all this time that i wasted and it's just because i wasn't planning for the time that i could have spent i guess if that's what if that makes sense it makes sense it definitely does i believe that um at this point in life Trying new things is okay. Getting that new experience is okay. But I agree with you. Energy is limited. 100%. And we're not a machine. And even machines only have a limited amount of energy before they need to get charged again. I think we are machines. We are. On a certain level. Like, like just with whatever you do, it's like a computer where you're you're actually programming yourself to, to do it. To run the code. Like, you're just going to do it over and over again. And... Mm-hmm. um. I think that's why that's why like habits are so important because you can condition yourself to live the lifestyle that you want to live, but it's not just a one day thing. It's a every day, every day, every day, and that's and that's I think that's what I'm saying with the passion thing. It's like if you're not waking up every day doing a little bit, then it's not going to multiply to something tangible because like that that's what it takes for you to make anything a reality is making it like a real image, I guess. And you said a little bit. And that's why I named this podcast Little by Little. Because things don't happen in one day, and things don't happen in a year. They happen little by little each time, a little bit. Like like you said, you have to do a little bit each day if you want to reach that end goal. Because every day you can't, you know, do all of it. Not at all. And every day you can't just do a little bit of it. But it's about, you said, time. Time is something I think you could really hit on because I'm sure by being a college student, you have to manage a lot of time. And from the likes of it, you told me that you were kind of like not wasting your time, but putting your time towards things that you really didn't feel that strongly about. You just thought you did. Right. And now you're putting it towards others. So talk to me a little bit about time. Okay. Um, I feel like, I feel like time is experience. Uh, for anyone that like talks to me, I usually say that, but we can study periods of time. Say I did this over a year. I did this over a month. I remember when I was doing this three years ago, mm-hmm. and that is the period of time that you can analyze being on a team. You can analyze graduating these milestones that we make in our lives. And I feel like I feel like time is a way for us to remember because the way our brains work with our memories, it just stores. So it's like it's like literally by re- repetition, doing something over and over again, like you can remember it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
um, I feel like I feel like a story, just like narratives and books in general, are a great way of explaining how I view time because in any story, there's a beginning, middle, and end, right? Yes. And when you start the beginning of the book, you don't really know what happens at the end, but you're so anxious. Like you're so anxious you to know. know what goes on because it's drawing you in. Yep. But at the same time, once you finish that book, you know the book from beginning to the end. Yeah. So if you re if you reread that book, you wouldn't you would realize certain points of the sequence just by paying attention, right? Yeah. So I feel I feel like in life, as we're going through these experiences, as we're doing these things, they are our beginning and middle and we're not at the end yet. So it's like, okay, like I'm I'm doing this for myself. I'm pursuing this, I'm pursuing that. And it's going to get us somewhere at the end, whatever point in time that is. And I feel like I feel like everybody wants to time travel, but but we don't need to. It's it's like it's like we are creating our own timelines just by the choices that we make every, every day. Every day. Every day. Because you do one thing today, best believe it's gonna get you later. Right. It's gonna I, get you. I mean, every choice that we make has a consequence and it, it could every be every choice. It could be good or bad. I, I, I think about it as like like a journey. So you you're walking on a path and you could either go left or right. They're gonna take you both ways and it could get you anywhere that you're gonna be, but you have to choose One. at that crossroad yeah. and say, Okay, I'm gonna go this way and it's a decision where I feel like once you make that choice, you can go back, but it takes a lot more work to go back and then you gotta walk that other path too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel I, I just feel like that's what life is because we're not really going anywhere. We're just trying to pick What's road to go down? Because there's only one of us, and there's two roads. Right. And there's probably many more roads than that. There's probably a million roads, but there's one of us, and we can't go down every road. And usually we don't have enough time to try going down more than, what, five roads? If five. True. Well, okay. Okay, so let's let's think about roads. So even with a highway system, you could go north or south, east or west, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's your choice of direction. But what it is, is you have to know the destination where you're coming from and where you're going. Yes. Because as soon as you know that, you know the distance, you know how long it's going to take, you know where you have to make the turns, what you have to do. So that's uh, that's why I feel like it's so important to plan, because just like when you're driving on the street, there's a certain there's a certain way that you have to follow. But there's many routes. There's many choices. You can make a left here or right there, make a U-turn, loop-de-loop, all of that. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like, I feel like we get so caught up in the, <laughs> really the rules, the laws that like we forget that like you, it's different for everybody. It's um, really different for everybody. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, cause you could do one thing and it may pay off for you this way, but I could do that and I might not see no results. Right. And uh, I think you really spoke on time in a good essence. Because I feel like a lot of people waste time, don't know what it really means to have time. Like, for me, like, I love being alive. Like, I feel great. Mm -hmm. I like being able to say I'm here alive. Like, I know people who aren't alive who are the same age as me. I mean, it's it's a blessing that we even have the opportunity to love and to experience all the stuff that we do. Um, Another thing that I feel like is important with passions and with time is recognizing the power of now. Because now now is all that we ever have. Like, you can obviously remember what you did previously, but we also don't know the future. We just know this moment right now. And I feel like just like you talk about little by little, 
the nows are going to build up to the weeks, to the months, yep. to the days. And it's an accumulation that if you can recognize each little piece, that is where you have more control over your path and your destination because you're making more choices. You're being more conscious of what you're doing. You know what I mean? You make me want to bust down and do 100 push-ups right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you feel like that? Just because it's motivation? It's motivational, and um, you know, like that little by little thing. I was doing a hundred push-ups every night, and I think I did it for like three weeks, and then kind of slowed down a little bit. Took but some I've been time off. took a little time off, yes, because you know, there's well, on certain days I don't do it if I'm doing like workout in the gym, mm-hmm. but I took some time off, and I'm like, I can't do that because I wrote this thing on my wall, like I want to be great. This is what I have to do to be great. This is what I'm going to do, blah, blah, blah. It's in my wall, and I look at it every morning. So if I want to be great, i got to keep doing that. Let me let me ask you something about that. So you obviously said that you set the goal to do 100 push-ups a day. Do you reward yourself when you do the 100 push-ups? Yeah, with some sleep. Some sleep. You just <laughs> lay down. I mean, that, that is that is a quality reward. You actually yeah. can count that. But I think another thing is, is do you punish yourself when you don't get the 100 push-ups? Mm-hmm. And the reason mentally, mentally, okay. The reason why I ask is because I feel like I feel like in this in this society we punish ourselves for failure, but I feel like I feel like any time that you don't reach your goals, that sh- you should be asking yourself, what did I man, do? what yeah, what did I do? Why didn't I, why didn't I get to the hundred pushups? Did I choose not to? Was I busy? Was I doing something else? And that allows you to change what you're going to do next time. Mm-hmm. Because right. there is a next time. There is going to be another day where you got to do 100 Sometimes. push-ups, right? Yeah, yeah, for this instance, yes, that's true. I yeah. mean, I feel like I feel like that goes for anything, um especially with school. Um Oh yeah. A lot of a lot of times, a lot of times the the numbers do matter, but at the end of the day, we are still moving forward and I feel like I feel like Oh yeah. I feel like we get punished for failure. And it's just since I don't a know. kid, man. Since a kid, I don't you know. know. That. I don't know. I yeah. feel like, I feel like the only way you could really learn is through experience, and that's like what teaches you the true like essence of everything. what you're doing. That's what I'm saying. And, and time is experience because we are experiencing things through time. Because you can tell me this, you can tell me that, but if I don't go out there and do it and actually succeed or fail at it, then it's credible what you're saying. But on one end, it's like I've still never done it. Like, what's gonna happen if I do it? You know what I mean? Like, that's just like that's just like telling a kid not to touch the hot stove. It's like okay, they understand that you just told them not to, but they're like, why? And they're gonna touch that mug. They're gonna be like, why can't I touch the stove? And as soon as they touch the stove, they're like, oh, okay, okay, I'll never do that again. Exactly. Like, and it's it's the learning experience because, I mean, obviously, like the punishment is the fact that like you touch the stove, but now you know for the future that like yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. For yourself. However, I do feel like for some things, because uh, not like for something for I'm going to use myself for an example. Like I've never smoked or drank before. Mm-hmm. But growing up as a kid, my parents were never always like, don't do this. Don't do that. I my, my dad's never done it. But I think I developed it on my own. So I think um, how do you feel about that? How uh, Do you feel like the more someone tells you not to do something, the more people are triggered to do it? Whereas... For example, they they weren't always like, don't do this, don't do that. It was more like, we're going to trust you, you're going to make your own decisions, and you're going to do it because you want to do it, not because somebody else is doing it. So what do you think about that? I know I took a curveball here. No, you're good. Um, 
you're just basically, I'm sorry, I'm, I mean, just like anything, like, trying to, I'm trying to get, like, clarification on the question, so you're basically saying, like, like, how do you respond? Like, how do you feel about people doing things based off of others, like, kind of like a peer pressure thing, uh, and I, I think I would ask okay. you, of okay. all people, because... <laughs> I know more. I know a little bit about you. You're more of like a lone wolf. You fo- you're focused on what you want to do, and you know yourself. So, um, okay, peer pressure is real. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people say it's not, but the best way to describe peer pressure is that feeling of gratitude that you get when you a part of something bigger than yourself. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a sports team. It doesn't matter if it's a club organization or even just like like a group of friends that you eat and lunch with, like that feeling of being included is what everyone like Want. longs for. So like it, it can show itself in different ways, but Ooh. sometimes when we get in groups of other things, we will do things like out of the normal just because we are in that space. You know what I mean? So um, I would say that today, especially with social media and stuff like that, we are a part of something so much bigger than ourselves to where, like, we are always ourselves, but we're never, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you're never just only Julian. You are Miami University. You are NBA. You are, you know what I mean? Yeah, like different we, things. We represent different a, things. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And just that, even in itself, we are always a part of something that is bigger than ourselves, even, even in the world. Like, I feel like you have to be conscious of yourself and how you operate in that space. And I feel like that's the only way to get past peer pressure because if you're not conscious, you will be doing things that like you really don't realize that you don't understand, I guess. So so you said peer pressure comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like someone making a bad decision based off of peer pressure, what is that? Is that, do you feel like it's more of them being a follower? Because I always try to differentiate differentiate between a follower and a leader or what is it because they've always wanted to do it okay let me let me ask you what what is a bad decision because i feel like i feel like it's subjective to where you could view something as bad but someone else views it as very good so like that even that in of itself creates like that in relationships because with peer pressure like it's just all based on how you how you feel about the situation and your choice. No one's gonna make the choice for you, right? You gonna make that choice every time, but it's like you have to know what you want exactly. out of yourself. Exactly. I like, like that. I feel like that's the most basic way to explain it, I guess. So every time I have a guest on the show, we always do a word of the day, and I always ask a guest, "How do you feel about this word of the day? Elaborate on it. What does it mean to you? Maybe a personal experience." So today's word of the day is desire. Desire. So what does desire mean to you? What's a personal experience where you have felt desire or seen if you can even if you don't feel comfortable sharing something that you've done, you can share an experience about a friend. You don't have to put their name. It could be Jane Doe, whatever you want to call. It. But okay. desire is the word. Well, I feel like I feel like desire comes from a feeling of lack. Um Especially when us as humans, this is, is a part of our experience, we feel like we are not complete for whatever reason. We don't have this. We don't have that. And usually usually it's because we're viewing ourselves in relationship to others. So we're like, oh, they got that. I don't. 
so I'm not complete. But I feel like desire is that will in you to go get whatever whatever it is. Whatever it is. Um I feel like I feel like today in society, like where where we are focused a lot on achievement and on material, we are constantly pushing ourselves to progress. Just like just like anything else. Like even the universe is always expanding. It's always changing. So just that innate nature in us to strive for more, 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 more is never ending because you can only be as fulfilled as you accept yourself. So let's say let's say you as a person released all your need for everything. What else would you need after that? Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you wouldn't release that. So the only thing that you would desire is whatever is most important to you at any time. And that is going to choose the action that you take as you as you're making choices along your journey right because you could say okay i want to go this way because of this that because is the desire because there is either something that you want or somewhere that you want to be that you don't see yourself at now and i feel like i feel like as we're pursuing our goals and our dreams we have to desire to be the person that we like want to become because we are already ourselves we are only ever ourselves but at the same time there are things that we know could complete us and even when we complete those goals there's new goals yep there's more it's endless it's endless and i feel like i feel like desire is like reasoning to where you can tell yourself why why you're doing something why you want this why you want that and it's because of that desire or whatever it is, um, I feel like I feel like desire can be good or bad, mm-hmm. just because, like specifically for anyone who like can't. I mean, it's all it's all about control. So like when you have a lot of desires, you're gonna be putting yourself in places because you you know what I'm you saying know, in yeah. a lot of in a lot of places. So it's it's just like we have infinite desires. If you can't focus on the stuff that's important then you're going to get a lot of chaos because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out here that's tempting tempting us to go <laughs> for this, go for that, yep. do this, do that. Yeah. And, and unless you really know yourself and what is good for you, most likely you're going to be doing stuff that isn't really the best for those desires that you have because we, I feel like we haven't taken the time to really write down and really know what what do we really want. Right. What do we really want? What do we really want? Yeah. And a lot of people don't do that. I, I mean, it's 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 literally in our human nature to always feel like we don't have. You know what I mean? And I, I guess it is because we're always constantly comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. But like like just just that constant pursuit of getting something then that, that, that right there in itself tells you, okay, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that. And you're already you're already ordering your steps to get that desire just by your thought process. And I, I even think about, like, just, like, we have infinite thought. Like, we don't really stop thinking, mm. right? Um, that, that in of itself is your brain desiring to figure it out itself. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy because, like, we go to school to get all this knowledge and stuff like that, which is great. But, like, the only thing you ever really have to know is yourself. Ooh. 
the only thing you ever really have to know is yourself. Right. And you and you will find that through the experiences that make you happy, the yep. things that spark you and stuff like that. Yeah. But you will also find that through stuff you don't like because like think about think about how many times you've done something that just made you feel a certain way and you're like, Yeah, I don't want to do that no more. Like like that's going your brain is registering that and it's gonna remember like, Yeah, I remember how that felt. I don't want to go down that path anymore. Like, I'm going to go this way instead this time. So it's, it's like changing your mentality. So I feel like mentality is everything because that is what's constituting your desires. You're a genius. <laughs> You're a young genius. You know, just to give you guys a little background about John, he's quiet and he, he observes. He's not um, a louder guy or someone who likes to talk a lot. I mean, I wouldn't say he doesn't like to talk a lot because he likes to talk. He's right. just not one of those people that's going to, you know, blurt out things kind of like me <laughs> um he's more observant and he's very wise and i mean if you don't really get to sit down with him and talk to him you'd probably never know dude's intelligent as you can hear in his word and i'm sure we're gonna have him back on the show um but everything you're saying it makes sense it's clear there's no hesitancy in your voice so i know you mean it it's not just some prescripted, prescribed bull crap. You know what I mean? Because right. people will do that. They will say some prescribed bull crap. I mean, so so this is in all of us, just like what I'm saying yeah. to you. But I think about this a lot. <laughs> okay. Just because even these even ideas that we're talking about, these are things that are, that's how I'm choosing my life right now. Like like every every day when I wake up, you know what I'm saying? I pray, pray to God, ask for his healing, I thank him for the blessings. But then after that, I say to myself, what did I wake up for today? Like, what, what, what am I, I wake up for today? you know what I mean? Like, what am I Ooh. doing today? Because, like, like when I think about time, I'm, I love outer space and stuff like that. Like, time is the experience because we never leave Earth. We never leave this position that we're in. And the only reason why night and day goes by is because, you know what I'm saying, we're on a different rotation. We're on the other side of or the rotation. More. Exactly. And I, I feel like I feel like that's why the desire is so important, because just like math, as you pursue those desires, they're going to accumulate mm -hmm. to where you you achieve this. You get in this group, you 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 complete this goal. And like I said, it's always endless. You got a new one and it could be infinite to where if you're not pushing yourself, you got you won't be at zero. You're going to stay at zero. Right? Do you watch any animes? Um, No, not really. I think I watched Naruto with my roommates a little okay. bit, but I was, I'm saying, always out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, one of the reasons a lot of people like anime, and, and that's why I like it personally because there's always a new adventure. They're always trying to do something. There's always something to accomplish, and obviously it's animated. But like, mm -hmm. it kind of relates back to what you're saying to me. Like that's how I perceive it at least. Like there's a reason I always like Dragon Ball Z because they always have like a new enemy to beat. Or they're always trying to get stronger and better and enhance themselves. So what you're saying is resonating with me in different ways. And I'm sure whoever's listening to this, it's resonating with them. Like, damn, this dude is telling me about my whole life right now. All right. Let's let's think about this because like I just switched my major from business and a lot of a lot of what we study about is obviously trying to achieve production efficiency. We want to do things faster. We want them quicker we want to mm -hmm. access more people and i think i think that in of its own nature is in us because as we're striving to complete our goals to do these things 
we're we're basically pushing ourselves to be somewhere different from where we are relative to now. So obviously, like you could take a step backwards, two steps backwards, mm-hmm. but that's okay because you're in a different place. You have to operate differently, and that's why like with business, they're switching their mentality to to more of an infinite mindset because it's not really about competing with the company across from us anymore. Now it's about what can we do for our own company that will make people keep wanting to come back. Yeah, because, you know, after they come so many times, it's like, oh, it's the same thing. I'm tired. Right. So w- what are you going to do to make them come back? What are you going to do to make them listen again? Well, you, I feel I feel like you have to capture their energy. Yeah. Um, Take it. <laughs> well, it. seriously, um, on, a, on a basic scale, like, like electrons specifically, I don't know if you're familiar with chemistry and stuff like that. Slightly. But... Electrons have the negative charge, but they are they are the ones that create the motion. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that like actually like vibrate and yeah. and move and stuff like that. So, like, like when electrons are transferred to anything, like that's what we perceive as energy, as power, and stuff like that. Like that change is like flipping the light switch on, where the light is there. The light is going to be there until you come in and say, "Oh, I need this light on, so I have to use it." have to create it i have to change its state to something usable and all energy in the universe is constantly being changed for a specific purpose on a natural scale on a man-made scale all the energy that we have and are trying to produce we are doing that specifically so we can move forward Ooh. so we could produce right yeah and that, that it's everything it's everything yin yang talks about balance and stuff like that the universe is in a constant state of trying to change itself. Yet it's always itself. I don't I don't know how to explain that, but it's just like you're yourself, but you're always trying to change yourself. Exactly. Yourself, you know? Exactly. And uh, like like we're not supposed to just be one dimensional. We're not. Because we're not. <laughs> we're we're not. supposed to be doing different things. We're supposed to have new surprises every day. We're supposed to be going to different places. And I feel like I feel like as energy travels it's bouncing off so many different things, like so many. Like energy travels in waves. So like when like when you got waves traveling, they can go through some. They can go like literally when we hear sound. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but like we can't hear vertical change in sound. We mm. can only hear horizontal, and we can hear distance because sound doesn't travel. Like like we, like we are only on the level that we're on. So sound could travel down the hall it could travel around the corner you could like hear something but think about it like if you're upstairs and your mom's yelling you from downstairs it's gonna sound like she's like on the same level as you Mm -hmm. because sound travels literally travels off walls it does (laughs) it's just just like light light bounces off of uh walls too exactly everything really and that's what i'm saying like i just feel like us like we are energy so i feel like we are supposed to travel we are supposed to bounce off we're supposed to repel find you know what i'm saying just yeah ways of living life i don't know so before we end the show here i always make sure it's essential for you to give um someone one piece of advice and since i feel like yours was like your talk was really good what one piece of advice would you give to somebody who's having trouble finding their passion i think that would be really essential for somebody to hear before they go to bed or whenever they're listening to this podcast to know like what can I do to help me find my passion? Because I know that's what they're asking, John. They're like, John, 
you know what your passion is, sound very influential, you know what you want in life. So how can I do that too? That's a good question. Because um, I know it might not be the same as your path, but what advice would you give to someone else? Because I know advice is it's kind of like, oh, advice varies for everybody because everybody does things differently. But what what could you say to someone out there to help them? Um, I actually do know what I would say. I would recommend that through, I don't, I don't want to say every second of the day, but through all the experiences that we are having as we're growing, as we're learning, always ask why. Yep. And the, and the reason why I say that is because there is a reason why. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's Thank a reason. There is a, there is a reason for everything. Everybody says everything happens for a reason, but I feel like I feel like we forget the reason. So so for self passion and self motivation, I feel like the only way to go deeper to yourself is to understand your thoughts, understand your process of thinking, understand how you view the world. Because if you can understand that, it's like it's like a video game. You learn the <coughs> controller, and you're able to play every single game. Because we are the controllers. That's right. powerful. Right. That is very powerful. And John, you did a great job. And I just want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thank you. For I appreciate you, man. Little by little by little by little by little by little by little podcast. <laughs> Would love to have you again because, like, what you're saying is all factual. It's true. It's coming from a genuine place. And we just really want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you, man. You. Um, and everybody, please tune in to my next episode um, and leave leave feedback. I like to hear feedback. And-